Hey, and welcome once again to Ancient Ways for Modern Days. Uh, really excited to have you here today as we come toward the end of 1 Corinthians. And today we are going to be in 1 Corinthians chapter 15. And, uh, and I want to start by asking you the question, what is the gospel? Uh, are you able to answer that question clearly, concisely? Uh, do, do you have the, the, the kernel, the core of the gospel come straight to your mind? Uh, if you hear that question, do you have to pause a little bit or kind of wrestle or, or maybe stumble your way through uh, what might be the gospel? Now, let me, let me ask you, what is the gospel? You see, the reason I ask this is because sometimes as believers, we, we have all sorts of ideas about who God is that are biblical, all sorts of ideas about who Christ is and about who we are and, and about how the Spirit works in our lives. And we have all sorts of ideas about the Christian life and what it should look like, about holiness, about mission, about purpose. And, and sometimes we have all of these good truths that, that swirl around in our head as, as they should, but occasionally... I'll meet a brother or sister in Christ and I'll ask them that question. And when I ask them that question, they struggle. They struggle to come to a clear, concise uh, declaration or proclamation uh, of what the gospel is. Now, the Apostle Paul in this chapter, he's going to talk about the resurrection. There is so much to be said about this. And um, it is uh, it is a long chapter. It ends with a great charge, a great encouragement. But but I want to focus on what Paul calls that which is of greatest importance. What is most important? I want us to focus in on what is the gospel. And so let me show you if you if you want to turn to First Corinthians chapter fifteen. I'm going to start in verse one, and we're just going to look at the first six verses. And, uh, and here's where he begins. He says, now, brother, no, excuse me. Now I would remind you, brothers, of the gospel I preached to you, which you received, in which you stand, and by which you are being saved, if you hold fast to the word I preached to you, unless you believed in vain. Well, let's stop, stop just for a second. He says, I want to remind you, and what do I want to remind you of? Of the gospel that I preached to you. And then he says a few things about this gospel. He says, this is the gospel in which you received. They believed it. They accepted it. In which they now stand. It is the hope. It is the focus. It is their source of life and of joy. And then by which they are being saved. This is that progressive work of the gospel in their life. The gospel is not a one and done. I received it and then I move on with the rest of my life. But the gospel is constantly working on their life. It's constantly impacting who they are, how they think, how they live, how they hope, how they have joy and peace, and and how they express love. He says, and by which you are being saved. He says, if you hold fast to the word I preached to you, unless you believed in vain. Now, let's just kind of hold these two last phrases together. He says, if you hold fast to the word I preached to you, unless you believed in vain. See, believing in vain is not actually trusting in the gospel. It's liking the things that come with the gospel, but not putting your faith in Christ. It's liking the community that is the church, that is hopefully accepting uh, and, and caring and loving, that, that points you toward holiness, but in, but in a, an atmosphere of grace and love and gentleness. Unless you believe in vain. Maybe you like the, the appendages to Christianity, but you did not fall in love with Christ Christ. 
himself. So I want to remind you, brothers, of the gospel. This is this gospel that I preached to you. The gospel that you stand in, the gospel that you received, the gospel that is saving you. But what is the gospel? Well, let's keep going. Verse three. For I deliver to you as of first importance what I also received. This is what Christ taught the Apostle Paul. Here it is. That Christ died for our sins in accordance with the scriptures. That he was buried that he was raised on the third day in accordance with the scriptures, and that he appeared to Cephas then the twelve. Then he appeared to more than 500 brothers at one time, most of whom are still alive, though some have fallen asleep. This is what is of first importance. This is of the highest importance. This is the core. This is the key. This is the the very center of the Christian truth, the gospel. This is the one thing that you have to get right. Because if you you get the gospel wrong, as R.C. Sproul says, he says, if you get the gospel wrong, it doesn't matter what else you get right. This is the very center of the Christian faith. And here is what the Apostle Paul lays out for us as of first importance. He says that Christ died for our sins in accordance with the scriptures. See, the Old Testament scriptures prophesied that Jesus, that the Messiah would suffer. This is what Christ did. He did this fulfilling the Old Testament scriptures. Not only did he die, but he was buried. And then it says that he was raised on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. And, and he wasn't just raised, and we, we've heard rumors of it. It says he, he appeared. He appeared to Cephas, to, to, to Peter, to the twelve. He appeared to more than 500 brothers at one time. When Paul writes this, he says, many of them are still alive. You can go talk to them. He says, he, he even appeared to me, the apostle Paul, as one untimely born. See, this is the The gospel. This is the most important aspect of the entirety of our faith. Now listen, that does not mean the rest of the scripture is not important. In fact, we live in a day and age where people are, they're de-emphasizing truths. They're, they're trying to water down the scripture. They're trying to make a big tent where everyone fits. And so to do that, we, we shave off all the things that might be controversial and we just hold only to the gospel. That is not biblical Christianity. We don't don't just focus on this one truth that is the most important and say all the others don't really matter. No, we we hold to the full teaching of the word of God. Jesus, he calls us to make disciples and he says to teach them all that he has commanded. Well, the word of God is all that God has commanded, all that Christ has for us. And so we don't don't minimize all the other theologies, but here's what we do. We minimize. We maximize, we intensify our focus on this truth above all others. They're all important, but this is of greatest importance. This is the primary truth. Remember what he said? Christ died for our sins. This is what theologians would call the the substitutionary, sacrificial death of Christ. Christ atoned for us. He took on the consequence for all of our sins. He, his death should have been our death. He died physically so we would not have to die spiritually. 
that he was buried, and that he was raised, he was resurrected in accordance with the scriptures. This is the most important thing. Let me ask you, do you believe this truth? You see, the ancient way for our modern day, if we teach moral aspects of the Bible, great. If we teach about how God has designed the world to work and how you can live a productive and fruitful and worthwhile life, great. But if we teach those things and we miss this, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Do you know what the gospel is? Have you trusted the Jesus that he died and paid the price for your sins? Do you trust in Christ alone? And just this week, I heard a brother share a story about how years and years he, he had wrestled with yeah, I believe in Jesus, but I still think there's something else I need to do to maintain my salvation. That's not what this says. Christ died for our sins. All of them. He paid the price in full. He was buried and he was raised victoriously so that everyone who believes in him, who trusts in him, in his death and in his resurrection, they will be saved. They'll be saved. See, we, we believe the gospel. Have you believed it? We stand in the gospel. Do you stand in the gospel? Is this gospel the most important thing in your life? Is the gospel something you consider on weekends when you go to a worship service? Or is it is it the core of your life, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday? He says, and we are being saved by this gospel. Are you continually being renewed and strengthened and sanctified and, and living on mission because of this gospel? See, the ancient way for our modern day that rises above all the others is to to know, believe, stand in, trust in, cling to the work of Jesus, his death and resurrection, the gospel. I hope this encourages you. I hope you take some time today and think deeply about where you, where you are in relationship to the gospel. Not only do you need to be able to explain it, not only do you need to be able to answer the question, what is the gospel? Are you clinging to that gospel? Are you hoping in it? Are you trusting it? Is it where you find your peace and your rest? This is of first, highest, greatest. This is the most important thing for any believer. Do you hold to the gospel?